when it's time to deliver, they fall flat on their ridiculous faces. Enter LA Talk Radio, a cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk station that delivers totally original content without any commercials. Log on to latalkradio.com and get involved with the best talk radio station on the internet. LA Talk Radio, we say what we want. The morning show that's on your side. But then again, so is appendicitis. Broadcasting live from the palatial studios of L.A. Talk Radio. Get ready for the best morning show on the Internet. It's time for Sam in the Morning with Brigetta, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Tuesday, February 26th. 26th. We're back with you here. Yeah. Like we are every day. <laughs> Although it's hard to get up in the morning sometimes, let me tell you. <laughs> you know. Are you still having like, a little bit of a hard time getting up? No, yeah, yeah, I guess. Because I go to sleep lately, yeah. you know, and then I'm complaining. I, I shouldn't. I should go to, to bed at midnight at the latest. What time do you, you know? go to bed? Uh, one, one thirty. Oh my God! Yeah, because it's easier wow. for me to work at night, you know. Yeah. So then I forget myself, and before I know it, it's one, one thirty, and I'm going, wow. You know, you know what it is? I I used to be like that, mm-hmm. and I think it's because at nighttime, everyone's like it's quiet. Yeah. And it's like the quiet of the night, and no one's around, so you feel more like alone and more like secure. I guess. Yeah, you're able to focus better. Yeah. I think. You so know? I, and I totally get it because I I like doing that too. Yeah. But um. I, I, I'm telling you, like, I get so sleepy around, like, 1030 <laughs> that I can't keep my eyes open much longer wow. than that. So um, I found that just getting up early in the morning, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of quiet. Right. Stillness. No, exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, I used to be a morning person. I, I still am. But it's hard yeah. for me to get up early, you know, but I love early yeah. morning. I really do. It's the best time of the day, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should move my schedule a little bit and get up earlier and go to sleep I know, earlier and, easier said than done, that's yeah. for sure, but like, you know. But it's a question of getting used to it, you know, I mean, if yeah. you get your body used to it, then eventually you'll do it. Exactly. You know, just like I got my body used to going to sleep at one thirty. like, yeah. you know, at 12.30, I'm not tired yet. Exactly. You know? so, yeah. I think it's like, yeah. it's easier too, at, at least like, well, I don't know, how many hours ahead is um, Israel? Israel, 10 hours. So, yeah, so when it's daytime here, it's nighttime there. Okay. Yeah, so that's so it's like the exact opposite. But, but I've been off. back three weeks. You right. know, I mean, yeah. And jet lag doesn't really get me that much. No. You know, no, I, I just fit right in. Meanwhile, so. like, it gets me, I mean, it gets me crazy. Really? Usually. Yeah, I Even try the three and, hours when you fly back? Yeah. East, really? I think it was just because it was so much recently and mm-hmm. I was trying to cram it all in. And it's like, I'm, I'm glad in a way. Because going to the east makes you get up earlier. Yeah. So that when you come back here, you're up like super early. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, it's like 5 a.m. And I'm up. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. You know? Yeah. So, um, but I, I mean, I, this past weekend, I mean, I, I went out, but it was like Saturday night came mm-hmm. and I slept over 12 hours. Really? I, I took a three hour nap. Wow. And then I, I was up for like another hour or two. And then I slept for 12 hours. Wow. And then Sunday I was like on and off. Like, I mean, I had a lot of things to do and I, I got them all done. Right. But then when I, when I was up, I was up. And then I went to bed early again. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's how tired I've been. Yeah. But I think it's because I've been traveling so much. It's been. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. You know, I mean, you change your time zones all the time. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's crazy, like man. Like mad. Yeah. I know. So have you been working out and everything? I mean, do you still. See, that's the thing. It's like, mm. I. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 
I was doing really well before I went. Right. And then I was trying to go in Canada. I was going to go like one day. And then it was just, I mean, because I was stuck in customs for so long. I got back like so late. And I'm like, all right. And then right. the next day we had to prepare for, you know, all of our stuff. So I didn't have time. No, yeah. I didn't. And then I'm like, okay, like this morning, like last night I was like, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to go work out. And I got up early, but I was like, wow, I just, I can't move. <laughs> I, I just, I can't. Yeah. So I was on my phone, like doing things. <laughs> I was so lazy to get the computer out. <laughs> like I was just doing it on my phone. Like wow. whatever. Like I'm going to look on Craigslist. Get this. This kind of irritates me. So, you know, I, I did my first, I gave my first reconnection last night. Oh. Yeah. What is that? You got to describe it to people. Okay. I don't even know what. Oh, yeah. Reconnection is about. Okay. So, so um, there's two different things. There's reconnective healing and there's the reconnection. And um, this is all by Dr. Eric Pearl, who we've had in studio before. Right. And um, he's with Hay House Radio for, I mean, Hay House Books. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> right. They have the radio show, too. Well, they have yeah. everything. Um, that's what I meant, though. He's signed with Hay House, um, who's huge right. in the spiritual world. Like, Sylvia Brown and John Edwards are all signed with them, too. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, he was just on Dr. Oz about two weeks ago. And Dr. Oz was talking about the healing modalities and basically said, yes, they work. So it is a different kind of healing. It's kind of like um, if you were to take pranic healing, Qigong, Reiki, all these things, modalities, and put them together, uh-huh. it's like kind of like the same. It's really? Like bigger than that. Yeah. Wow. So um, there's the reconnective healing, which is like a healing session you would come in for. And then there's like the reconnection. Right. And basically what it does is um, you lay down like on a massage table and you relax and um, I draw these lines over you and it takes about a half an hour, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, what I mean by lines is like, you know when you go you go get ac- acupuncture done? Right. There's those like meridian lines right. or like axitonial lines. They're using those points um, to do the acupuncture. It's the same thing. I see. And so I'm basically redrawing these lines on you and other and other lines, right? Um, which kind of puts you back in um, with the universe, like in like centered with the universe, kind of like back before you were born. So it actually restructures your DNA and everything to where before <laughs> you were born. Yeah. That being said, what it does to you, what you would notice is that um, it speeds up your life path. So you get you get to where you want to be quicker. So all your lessons that you're supposed to learn, good or bad, yeah. are going to be all at once. Yeah. But that way you get to where your end result is quicker. So it's, it's kind of cool. Um, and I've noticed that in my world. You know, look what's right. happened to me recently. It's like, you know, I come back and everyone's gone from the house. Yeah. But I wanted them gone. <laughs> so it was kind of like, oh, okay. It's like you get what you ask for immediately and things start happening right away. And it's it's very interesting. I'm, I'm noticing it more and more. So um, anyway... You get this is a once in your lifetime like process, and um, I went and I, I went away to Colorado. That's why we were we were gone for what was it last time or the time before whatever. Right. And um, I learned you know this, and so it's my first time because you have to go through certain levels and classes in order to do it. So, oh my first time giving it, and I gave it last night because it's a two day process. Right. Um, and it's a one t- it's a one time fee, but it's a two day process. I see. So it includes it all. And so um, I did it last night. I was so tired too. I was wow. like, oh gosh, am I gonna do this? Drank coffee a little bit to stay up longer. I still uh. passed out. Um, <laughs> but I went there at like 9:30 at night, and then um, I came back at like 11 because I was there for a little bit setting up. But mm-hmm. you're supposed to have a massage table that you would take with you. Right. Because the massage table, I have to get around your entire body. And she normally, where I went, normally has a ton of um, Reiki tables because she teaches Reiki. I see. So 
Um, they were like kind of put away, and she's like, oh, we have a massage table somewhere. So we go up to the house. There's no <laughs> massage table to be found. So I had to make do, and I used a couch, uh-huh. which I pushed the couch in the center of the room. Uh-huh. And then, you know, it's really hard for you to get comfortable on a tiny couch. Right. I don't know if you realize that. And our hands are all squeezed together, and I'm like, wait, uh, they kind of got to be like spread out a little more. <laughs> it's really funny. So it was this whole like setup. So anyway, my point was. Um, I did this my first time. I'm excited. It went well. I have to go back today to do the rest, um, day two. But I want to bring a massage table with me because that's it's better, right. you know. And I feel more comfortable being able to work around than right. the dinky way that I was doing it on the couch, which <laughs> was still effective. But it was uh-huh. like, you know, I was like stepping on things. And like, <laughs> and I'm like, God, she's got to be hearing all the stuff. I'm like, cringing. anyway, I went and I went on Craigslist, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at massage tables. And I found one for like 80 bucks, like a really nice one. Because I also wrote um, a couple companies to see if I could get a free massage table. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. And, um, you know, one wrote back. They wanted more info, whatever. So I went on Craigslist and I wrote one. And I'm thinking, um, this guy writes me back. I'm thinking I'm going to go pick it up today. It sounds great. And then he writes, the next thing he writes, I go 4 p.m. work. And he writes back, do you have a photo? No, really? And I'm like, wow. are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, anyway. hold that thought because we have our guests calling it. That's the first one, actually. Yes. We'll have a couple. Good morning. You're on the air. Go ahead. Good morning. This is uh, Sandy Newbigging. I was asked to call in. Yes, uh, Sandy. Big yes. yes. Thank you very much for calling in. How are you today? I'm wonderful, thank you. Great. Where are you calling us from this morning? I'm calling from uh, London. Oh, oh you're wow. in London. Wow. Well, that's good. We're honored to have you call in all the way from there. I didn't realize you were all the way in London, and I got your book, and it's pretty awesome. Really? Yes. Wow. So uh, so you wrote a book. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it, Sandy? Well, you know, um, I've done uh, therapy with uh, people for a number of years. I even accidentally created my own form of therapy, and I've taught people from around the world. However, what I noticed time and time again was People who get stuck in the therapy cycle are always trying to fix, change, and improve stuff. And at the heart of everyone's problems was this subtle, unconscious thinking all the time. And what I realized is if you can't stop thinking whenever you want, then you're not really thinking, but you're being thunk. And that's where the book comes around to help people stop thinking so much. Right. So uh, what is the uh, title of the book? It's Thunk. Thunk. Thunk, right. Okay. Because uh, the word thunk is here so many times, I didn't even know if it was a <laughs> book. So, uh, now, how, how did you get involved with this, Sandy? Well, you know, a few years ago, I was um, uh, a successful uh, therapist. I was on television around the world, um, 30 countries, doing my, my work. And everything was going fantastically, but I had a dirty little secret which was I wasn't actually that peaceful myself yet. And so I went off and meditated for six months of a mountain uh, <laughs> for up to 18 hours every day and uh-huh. uh, had a bit of a, a mind shift and a transformation. And what I noticed was that peace of mind is one of the most confusing phrases in personal development because it presupposes you're going to have no thoughts, we're going to have no negative emotions, and we're just like a Zen you know, monk sitting on a, a, a stone somewhere with nothing coming between our ears. Right. But that's kind of almost in, impossible because we have a human, we're human beings with a human nervous system, the mind-body connection, and thoughts are going to keep happening. So it became really clear that instead of peace of mind, what we really needed was peace with mind. 
right. we need to be at peace with having all these thoughts and emotions and, and to enjoy life irrespective. Right. So, I mean, let's say you have someone come in and, you know, we're, we're so busy nowadays. And let's say, you know, you've got three kids and, um, I don't know, you can't something about the kids and the bills and... Uh, I don't know your parent. Like I'm, I, I'm like going off thinking of anything. Traffic, and they're coming in and they're like, ah, I'm freaking out. I don't know, my neck hurts and everything else hurts, and I've got this and I've got that. And, ah, how would you calm their minds? <laughs> how do you make them not be thunk? How do you mean not being thunk? Well, essentially, what I've observed is that most people are so lost in the content of their mind, they forget that actually they can just take a few deep breaths, they can start to go into the context of their mind, and they start changing the relationship with their mind. So to be really simple, one technique you can use is called 3C vision. And anyone listening to this can do it. You just look ahead, you pick a spot on the wall, and you start to look ahead, but at the same time, let your vision open up and start to simultaneously notice what's on the left and right and start to use your peripheral vision. And when someone's looking ahead at the same time as using their peripheral vision, what happens is it's really hard to have lots of thoughts. In fact, their mind naturally quietens because they've actually essentially proven to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which encourages them to quieten their mind. So that's just a very simple, quick technique someone can do. It's called 3C vision. You look ahead, simultaneously noticing your peripheral vision, and your mind can quieten. So there's a little technique that you can use. Right. Oh, that's pretty cool. So there's a lot of different ways to do this, and uh, this is what you te teach in the book? Absolutely. We have, um, th there's a whole uh, section on the myths about meditation because a lot of people are confused and they think that they're failing with meditation, which is such a shame because they're really, uh, meditation can be one of the most enjoyable and fun things to do. There's also a chapter with um, 10 different techniques for quieting and stilling the mind um, and uh, there's, there's much more information that uh, you guys uh, can explore. Right. So, so this, I would imagine, helps you with stress and, you know, just, uh, it, so I guess it clears your mind, but in a different way from yoga, for example? Well, the funny thing with yoga is that yoga is actually means the bestower, um, is, is actually bestower of union. It's, and much of yoga is, is actually based on the mind. And the way I like to think about what I teach, it's kind of yoga for the mind. <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't have to touch your toes, but you can experience peace by becoming more present. You know, a lot of people are thinking all the time about their past and future. And when they're, when they're all, all busy thinking all the time, they're missing the present moment. Right. And what I find is the more we can help people to get present and live in the moment, automatically they're happier, they're less stressed, they're less worried, and they, they, they sleep better and their body's much healthier. Right. Mm. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's a mistake that a lot of people are making, you know, whereas, you know, the past is already over, there's nothing you can do about it, the future is not here yet. And focus on what you have now, you know, and I think many people have a hard time with that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because we're not taught to, to be present. We're taught to, to be better thinkers. You know, I, I went to school and university and I was constantly told to be a better thinker, but it didn't make me more peaceful. It just made me try and think my way out of all the problems. But right. if you look at all the, the ancient spiritual sages and all these guys, they're always saying, you know, just be still, relax, calm down, all is well. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and they're all saying the same thing. Ultimately, you need to learn how to be present. Right. Now, that was, it's like the holy grail of, of personal development, but I was so confused because I was trying to think to myself present. The reality is all our thoughts take us into the past, take us into the future. And so to get present, we need to learn how to let go of thinking and come back to the present moment, to the present moment stillness, present moment consciousness. Right. 
And uh, I see here that this uh, th these are this is like ancient wisdom, right? It's not something new or anything. It's just that you brought it to the surface for us. Yeah, what I try to do with all the work, you know, with the therapy work I've done, uh, I try to simplify therapy so it's not so daunting and, and much easier. And with meditation, I've done the same. You know, I, looked, I, I did a lot of research, did a lot of personal investigations. I've done thousands of hours of meditation myself, and I've simplified it down so it's easier. You know, they say there's nothing new under the sun, but there's definitely new ways of saying it that, that fit with the way that people think today. Right. And so that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying, the fact I've not called this book Peace of Mind, but called it Thunk, right. you know, I'm trying to make it, uh, uh, I'm trying to make uh, personal development a bit more sexy, a bit more fun, right. and more accessible for, for the average person. Sounds good. Now, where can people find out more information about you and the book? Give us a website. Thank you. They, they, they can go to minddetox.com, mm -hmm. or they can follow me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Mind Detox Man. Okay. Sounds good. So everybody go check out the... Uh, the I would imagine you can get the book through the website as well. And, uh, yeah, or Amazon.com. Yeah, or on Amazon and so forth. And uh, Sandy, thank you so much. This is yeah. uh, enlightening and uh, sounds like another way, another thing for Brigitte to try. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a cool different exactly. approach, I think, too. Yeah. I think it's a great approach. Yeah, Lovely to meet you guys. Lovely, Lovely to meet you guys. Meet you too. Okay, all the best. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was funny. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool. He was calling all the way from England. Yeah, know? that is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's and I think it's true. Like so many of us are, are busy nowadays that it, it is an interesting concept. It's like you think too much, you're being thought yourself. Right. Like you're being thunk. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm overthinking. <laughs> yeah. I'm I know. I do that a lot, man. You know. Yeah. And then you you get indecisive and shit. You know. You just gotta. I don't know. Just gotta go with your instinct. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think absolutely. that's what it is, and you gotta be in touch with it. So. Right. Yeah. But uh, okay, so that's that, and uh, so going back to your. To your story on Craigslist, yeah. so the guy wanted the photo from you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, why would you need a photo from me if I'm buying your massage table? Right. Co total creepo. Right. And I, I'm I think it happens all the time. You know, I mean, you never know who's on fucking Craigslist. You I know? know, but you know what? It sucks is that so I, many weirdos. How many things do you go and buy? I mean, I buy a lot of things on right. Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do always wonder, like, hey, I'm going to their house. It's kind of weird. But I've done it so many times that I've never had an issue. It's always been fine. Right. Given I do it around Hollywood, West Hollywood areas. I've gone once to Long Beach for uh -huh. a really cool bench. The bench I have in my dining room. Mm -hmm. That really, like, really cool wooden bench. I got that for 60 bucks wow. off Craigslist. It was yeah. like an awesome, really cool. I mean, and it was hard to find because those benches are like several hundred usually. Wow. And um, up to a thousand, I was searching forever and I found one. The guy was like, yeah, I'm over it. And like, and it was like a yoga <laughs> house. It was yeah. really cool. But um, I usually don't have any problems or any, you know, this time it's like, okay, it's a, yo it's a massage table. You think if you're in massage or, well, I guess people can be creepy in massage, but you're like a yoga or a healing type person. That's what these tables are usually used for. Right. You're not going to be like that. Given it's all the way and it's far, not saying that this area is like, it's in Fountain Valley, uh -huh. which I had to go out that way later on today anyway. So I'm like, oh, I'll just stop by. I'll pick it up around four on my way to this other place. Great. No. He you want a, a photo? photo? <laughs> Why do you want a photo of me if I'm coming to your house to pick it up? Given I'm a little bit of a retard, I thought about this beforehand, 
because when I reply to things on Craigslist, it has my tag in it. Right. It's in my automatic signature. Oh, okay. You know, which yeah. has all my links. Right. So, um, I'm like, okay, I, I didn't, I mean, I did, and I actually thought, should I just erase this? But I was on my phone when I replied to it. So it's like a pain in the ass to delete all this shit on my phone. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So I just didn't. So first of all, okay, if you really wanted a photo, you could just go on Facebook and look it up, you know, my links and look it up. Right. Or you're just some creepo McCreeperson who's like trying to see what you can get. I don't know. Anyway, I'm yeah. jaded and it sucks because Craigslist is a place to find really great things sometimes. Right. And now I'm like, really? I'm telling you, men will try anything to meet a, a girl, you know, and get in, get her yeah. into bed and stuff. And it's just... Uh, I guess you're thinking, hey, I'm selling something. I might as well pick up a hot chick or something in the in the process. And it's a massage table. Like, yeah. I'm buying... Now I don't want your massage table because yeah. I don't know what you've Stick done on that massage ass. table. <laughs> I mean, like, it creeps me out. It's like, what have you been doing? Oh, 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 God. Wow. So, yeah. Anyway. So you're not going to go get it after all? No. Yeah. No, I'm absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, Craigslist, you know, and I'm a guy, but it still kind of scares me to uh, have to meet people and stuff like that because you don't know who the hell is there, you know? Maybe they're just looking for someone to murder or kidnap. I or know. You know. So then I went and I, I found one on Craigslist, like another one later on, that is in West Hollywood. Mm. So you know, I'm not going to be raped by some guy in WeHo. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't have a yeah. penis, so I'm good. Yeah. So I'm thinking I'm going to go pick that up. <laughs> it was more money. I didn't want to. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. You don't have a choice. It's safer and it's closer. You yeah. know, so I might as well do that. Yeah. So that was my whole thing. It's just upsetting, though. Yeah. You know? I know. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know, what the things that people try to get away with. Okay, so what is your take on this? So... Also, while I was on looking around for massage tables, there was someone that wrote about um, giving free massages. Um, and he's like, no joke. I'm in massage school uh-huh. and I need to finish certain hours. And you can either come to me or I can come to you. I can drive anywhere in the L.A. area. This is totally for real. You know, I wow. reference this. So I was like, I wrote and I said, is this too good to be true? I want to know your Facebook and links so that I know you're not some creepo McCreeperson. <laughs> um, you know, and so he wrote back and he gave me his Facebook and um, said he does music for other people and gave me some other links to do. That's what he does on the side. Um, and he's got three uh, references from three different female masseuses that are certified and all this. So I'm thinking, I looked him up on Facebook and we do have 13 mutual friends and they are actually celebrities. Like, known. Mm. So I don't, and like, they're their personal Facebooks. Right. I've worked with these celebrities before. Do you think I should do it? Or do you mm. think it's a little creepy? Yeah, it is a little creepy. Is it creepy? <laughs> okay. I just wanted to ask because I, it's like, I want a massage really bad. I'm like right. aching. And like, for someone to come to my house for nothing for like massage school is pretty cool. Right. But I mean, then again, I don't want some weird creep. I'm so naive sometimes. Yeah. So I thought I would well, ask. Well, maybe you can have it. someone in the house while you're doing this, you know, someone else with well, you. Well, the direct TV guy is going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, he'll join in. That's probably creepier, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the only reason, I, and see, normally I would just do it. Right. But I'm realizing that I can be a little naive. Right. So that's why I thought I would ask the consensus. Yeah, right. Have you gotten massages from men before? Yes. Oh, you have? Yeah. And you like it? 
Yeah, why? Yeah, they don't try and mess with you or anything. No. They're, yeah, they're professionals. Hello, you know? I will blab beyond universe <laughs> yeah. to everyone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're talking to mouth here. I know, but you know, every time you get a massage, it makes you horny. Not you, but Men. generally, yeah. It doesn't make me horny. It makes no. me. Re- so you know what? That's the difference. It makes me very relaxed. I need it because my like I hurt so bad. Like right. I mean, I like can't breathe. I should go to the chiropractor is what I should do and then massage. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. And with guys, you become so relaxed that it's natural to get a heart on right. in a massage. <laughs> so that's totally different. I, I don't, yeah, I don't get horny at all. No. Huh? No. Good mm-hmm. for you. So you can actually enjoy the massage. So you can't enjoy it? <laughs> no, I can. I can. But you're constantly thinking, how do I get into her pants? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. God. Really? Yeah. I think you just need to get out and do it more. I think you should just... (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) I I don't know. I think that if you just went out on this crazy sex rampage and like... I think it would be out of your system for a bit, and then if you went back, you wouldn't. You'd be like, whatever. I don't think I'll ever get it out of my system. Are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever... Okay. Pocket this pocket poly what are they called not poly pocket that's a kid's thing pocket pool pocket no those things they sell in sex stores it's like pocket pussies have you ever pocket used pussies. those it, like what they like call the, the flashlight flesh yeah. yeah the flashlight no i never used those everyone i know says they're the most amazing thing really the one not everyone i know but everyone that i know that has used them yeah wow I would I wouldn't mind trying it, but it just it seems so weird to be able to hold something like this. And, All right, you know what we should do. You know? I'm gonna research a flashlight company, and I'm going to call them, and I'm gonna get them to send us one. And uh, you're gonna go home. You're I can get them to send us one. I know all these people in the industry. And then we'll have yeah. them on the show. Right. Why not? Yeah, but you know, I mean, I'm not gonna like try it here. You know. I don't want you to try it here because yeah. I thank you. I'm good on that. <laughs> so that's but what I'm, I'm saying. saying go you know? home with it and yeah, and then but come I'd out feel... and be like, okay, so I tried it and it's pretty good. I'd feel stupid. Why? I don't know. It just seems like something stupid that you would do. And where does all the the jizz go? I don't know. Yeah. See, you have oh. to clean it up later. I didn't think about that part. Yeah. Who wants to? I don't to? know. <laughs> Maybe you put a condom in there or something. Maybe. Yeah. See, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you turn it inside out and wash it. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine putting that in the dishwasher? Disgusting. And then, like, someone comes over, and you have a guest, and you're, like, ready to serve your wine glasses, you know, out of the dishwasher, and you're like, oh, don't mind that. And they're yeah. like, what is this? And you're like, I don't know, my son. <laughs> in the dishwasher? Oh, disgusting. I don't know where that thought just came from, but yeah. I thought I'd share it. <laughs> What well, there you, you go. We have another guest calling yes. in, I think. Uh, good morning. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hello. Yes, good morning. My name is Brian Holt. I'm calling from Good Times Snowmobiling and Dog Sledding in Breckenridge, Colorado. Yes. Hi. Yes. How are you? How are you doing, Brian? Thank you for calling in. Great. How are you today? Good. Good. So you're in uh, Breckenridge, Colorado right now? Yes, I am. Wow. He's got this amazing place. It's uh-huh. Bridgetta, by the way, if you remember we met. <laughs> yes, absolutely. How are you? Wow. Good, thank so you. So you went there. You yes. actually went there. I went there, and I, I was I was blown away. It was First of all, it's absolutely gorgeous, and they've got a ton of land where they have snowmobiling and dog sledding, and so we went dog sledding and had the most incredible experience. Yeah, you were telling us about yeah. it, so this is where you went. This is where I went, oh. and we went on Valentine's Day, so um, I wanted to bring him on the air to tell about his place so that we can send everyone else there 
so they can have amazing experiences too. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, a little bit more about what it is that you offer there, Brian. Well, we offer a uh, snowmobiling tours and dog sledding tours. The snowmobiling tours, it's a two-hour guided tour uh, through the uh, White River National Forest. Uh, we leave from our facility here, which is a big lodge, a uh, nice warm lodge. You walk out the back door, get on a snowmobile, and we, the highlight of our trip is to take you to the top of the Continental Divide. Oh, wow. Georgia Pass. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Georgia Pass. You're up at about 11,700 feet. Wow. And on a clear day, you can see about 130 miles in all directions. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's amazing. How did you end yeah. up there? Uh, I'm, I'm, were, were you born there? Did you grow up there, or did you move from somewhere else? Oh, well, I'm, I'm born just outside of Denver and raised here. I've been in Breckenridge for 17 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you know how to live, let me tell you, because yeah. uh, Brigetta was telling us about the place, and uh, we were talking about some people uh, at the resort there. Yeah, actually, and yeah. And it's funny, because I, I learned of their place because another friend um, had gone there and told us what an incredible experience it was. Mm. So I looked it up, and that's when I was like, I want to go, too. <laughs> but so they also have dog sledding. How many dogs do you have there on the property? We have a hundred. We have 138 Siberian Huskies right now. Wow. Isn't that? Wow. And wow. They are gorgeous. It's a full-time job just taking care of them. Yeah, we go through a thousand pounds of dog food a week. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> Do you get them donated at least? <laughs> uh, no, we have to buy it all. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Now let me ask you this: So, are the the dogs actually into this, or I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're not going to stress out the dogs doing something. That, Absolutely not. It's yeah. kind of like a black lab who who runs. Uh, they they you know they love to fetch the ball and all that good stuff. These, right. these Siberian Huskies are bred for that. They've been bred for that their whole lives. Uh huh. And uh, they absolutely love to pull. They just uh, they're very excited every morning, and they actually get upset when we don't put a harness on them and get them ready to go work. <laughs> and, and it's actually funny because I've seen this like you know uh, when we were there, and the dogs are like howling and all this like just let me go, let me go. <laughs> yeah. And then you start going. Yeah. And then you have to stop to switch drivers, uh-huh. and they're like, uh, uh, uh. it's so funny. They want to keep going. They want to keep going. <laughs> they're upset when they have to stop. It is the cutest thing. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely love it, and uh, I mean, they get they get better care than the guys that use them for sure. We, we take very good care of our dogs. Yeah, well, that sounds good. You know, now uh, the place is called Good Times Adventures, right? Good, good Times Adventures, then go on our webpage at goodtimesadventures.com. Right. It shows all of our tour times and information and pricing, and uh, we we're, we go until around the first part of April, so we have the whole month of March yet. It's uh, 17 degrees here today, and it's wow. snowing very hard. So wow. we're getting some much-needed uh, refreshing snow. That's true, yeah. <laughs> when I was there, it was snowing as well, but it was an amazing experience. Right. And so, um, Great time. do you guys breed the dogs there? How, where do you get the dogs from? We do. We have an extensive breeding program. Uh, we, we bring dogs in from other kennels, obviously, to keep everything legitimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had some puppies. In fact, uh, on Valentine's Day when you were here, we had Aww. three puppies and, and a couple more after that. Uh, those puppies will stay in our kennel here in about seven, eight months. Uh, we'll start training them to uh, to be sled dogs. Wow. Wow. And I see the uh, the snowmobiling is pretty cool, too. You know, I mean, I'd yeah. love to do something like that. And yeah. We, go ahead. 
No, so uh, I mean, do, do you have like tracks and stuff for the, f- uh, or is it just like? No, you just go anywhere. You just go anywhere. It's like a four wheeler. You just yeah, go wherever. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we have we maintain trails. We have a snowcat here that we make the trails nice and smooth every night. Uh, after a long day of snowmobiling, uh, the trails get a little bumpy. Right. Uh, just like a dirt road with lots of cars on it. At the end of the day, we go and smooth all those out. So we have a trail system, and our guides escort you on that trail system, so you don't get lost. Uh, have a safe, uh, memorable experience here in the Colorado Rockies. Right. So how many people think that they get on these and they think they're all, like, badass in a way? <laughs> and they wind up, like, not being so good or, yeah. like, flipping or something? Yeah. Does that well, happen uh, often? No, not at all. Okay. The, uh, we're basically structured towards a family type event. Got it. That's yeah. why we named it Good Times. That's we don't want to scare anybody. We don't want to get anybody hurt. That's yeah. why we have a guided tour out there. Right. And, uh you know, we keep a safe speed going. It's a fun speed, but uh, basically the speed is the is the is the ability of the group that's with that guide. Mm-hmm. Right. Even with like the dogs, it was really great because you're on like a um, the sled and you're taking turns, and some of the curves are like, and the dogs go really fast. Like they go pretty really? fast, yeah. <laughs> and it's so much fun because um, there's like some there's some difficult trails that are awesome and. It's so fun with you and your partner that you're on, like, trying to stay on the track <laughs> and not, like, go flying off, which, mm-hmm. you know, one of us did. But um, it's so much fun, and you, you hit some cool bumps, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's a blast. Everyone yeah, should that definitely looks go like a it. lot of fun. And it looks like you guys have a lot of snowmobiles there, so uh, you're not just... Our capacity is 36 snowmobiles per hour. Wow. Uh, we run seven, seven two-hour uh, tours each day. Our first one's at 9 in the morning. Our last one goes out at 3:45, and the 3:45 typically is in the afternoon. It's kind of a sunset. It uh, we get some pretty spectacular sunsets from up on top of Georgia Pass. Wow, that's kind of yeah. incredible. Well, you're living the life, that's for sure, you know. And I see uh, on the website the beautiful dogs here. I, I mean, mean, they're just gorgeous. Amazing, yeah. So, um, in the uh, summertime, you guys do like four-wheeling expeditions or anything, or no? Just, just nope. no. Uh, the, the land where our lodge is, is, is located here belongs to us. We have 50 acres of land, but we are landlocked and totally surrounded by uh, the Forest Service land, which is government land. Mm. Uh, in the wintertime, we have a special use permit that we are allowed to take our tours out onto those trails. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the summertime, there's enough public, uh, public riding up here that, uh, that oh. we, they don't need an outfitter to take people out. Got it. Okay. I see. Okay. okay. So we uh, we're like a glorified school teacher. We work about 125 days a year, and the rest wow. of the year we have off. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the best job ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. How how um did you get into this? Like, how did you decide this is what I'm gonna do, and this is where it's gonna be? Well, I was in our, my family business uh, 17 years ago, and we sold that family business, and was looking for something else to do, and. Uh, this opportunity uh, came up in Breckenridge here, so I bought this existing business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've uh, we've increased our capacity by by quite a bit over the last 17 years, and uh, we've finally gotten to a point here where we're comfortable on what we do. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's just been a great ride. That's right. great. Congratulations and on everything. You've been doing it for a while. I see established in 1986. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I so bought it. 1996, so it was here about 10 years before I was, but, uh-huh. uh, you know, the boom in the ski industry and our little community here, and uh, we've, we've been very blessed with uh, with being in the right place at the right time, and we're, we're enjoying every day. 
That's yeah, great. That's awesome. That's the way to live. It is the way to live. Yeah. I would just love to be there every day. Just be like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to pop on the sled today or the snowmobile. Yeah. And their guides are very knowledgeable, too. Yeah. We learned a lot from him. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, our guides have been here for quite a few years. Uh, my my least, uh, my rookie guide has been here for three years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. I have so some they... snowmobile guides that have been here for uh, 12, 13 years. Wow. Uh, well, you must treat them nicely. Everybody, <laughs> go, <I hope> so. <laughs> everybody go to goodtimesadventures.com and uh, find out a little bit more about, actually find out a lot about yeah. um, uh, what's going on there. At, and they also have a photographer that comes and takes photos. So at the very end, if you want to purchase a photo, you can. like. So you can take your own photos or you could buy a really nice, perfect one of the two of you, which yeah. we did. <laughs> at the very end. I think that's a great yeah. extra quality as well. Cool. Yeah, we have a we have a photographer here. It's actually a separate business called Vivid Visions. Uh-huh. He takes uh, he takes a picture of you before your tour, and he's got a digital digital processing center right here, uh, and you can purchase that uh, professionally taken picture right after your tour. And uh, it's a, it comes in a little folio with a dog sledding picture or a snowmobiling picture, and it's a great. Uh, it yeah. is a great, uh, great memorabilia for your trip here. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys can go on my Twitter or my Facebook to see mine because <laughs> we bought one. <laughs> Another great thing, there too, is um, that you guys also, just throwing this out there so people realize, when you go on these adventures, if you don't have all the gear and everything, that you guys actually have the gear there and you can um, borrow the boots or the suits and whatnot. <laughs> You've got it all. So I wanted to put yep. that out there as well. Much yeah, our, snowmo- our snowmobiling uh, requires a helmet, and we will supply you with that helmet. Uh, but we also offer the boots and snowmobile suits here. Uh, you can wear it for either dog sledding or snowmobiling. Both of them are rated for 40 below zero, so they're very warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, if you come here and dress as if you're going to go skiing all day, you're certainly dressed to go uh, snowmobiling or dog sledding for a couple hours. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, sounds like a complete solution for me. <laughs> and... Uh, Okay, so everybody check out goodtimesadventures.com. Thank you so much for calling in. Yes, thank you. All right. And, and thank you. Yeah. by and uh, hope to see you back here soon. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely has good memories from there. So. Yes, it was a great experience. Thank yeah. you. Great. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Take care. <laughs> take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Cool. Wow. Yeah, you, you definitely should... had fun, let me tell oh, you. Oh, I really did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he's such a nice guy too yeah yeah so you got to meet him there yeah oh. i popped in and said hello <laughs> it's a really cool place it's a, a really warm lodge i also serve um complimentary hot chocolate while you're waiting and such and i will say that when you go you know i was dressed in my ski gear it was snowing crazy and you're going you know kind of fast like in the wind but i was right. freezing really? i didn't have the proper gloves so um it was so fun though. Yeah. So just make sure you have the proper gloves. Borrow yeah, you one gotta be well dressed for this kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I misplaced my gloves, or actually they were gone from the house, um, taken. But that's okay. It's another story. <laughs> so I brought different gloves with me, um, and they weren't the proper ones, they and I was like freezing. Yeah, because yeah. when you're in the sled too, you kind of fall out a little bit. Right. Yeah. So um, and it's funny. It's really fun. You do go. You get can get some high speeds. Um, and right. like your, it depends on your partner. Yeah. Like he almost flipped us. Really? Yeah. <laughs> then he saved us. So they let you ride it by yourself. You don't have to have someone with you. Yeah. No. Um. In front of us, there's um a snowmobile. 
Right. And attached to that is like a like a Santa sled. Right. And on the Santa sleigh, um, everyone sits. And then there's like the guide on that. And then behind that, not attached, completely separate, right. is a little um, sit down sled that you see like old fashioned sled that you would sit in. And then there's a there's a bar behind the sled, and that's where your partner stands behind oh, the bar, okay. uh, controlling it. And then attached to that is eight dogs. Wow. So they're pull, which is pulling that sled. Uh-huh. So when the front driver says, "Okay, go," these eight dogs are trained to follow the um, snowmobile. So wherever he goes, right. they follow. But you have to turn them. Right. So if you don't turn them at a correct, they could just turn, but you'll go flying into a tree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they don't, they don't care. They don't know yeah, what the back thing's doing. You gotta control them. So you gotta control it. So um, actually, everyone fell out that was in our group. They went flying out. It was pretty funny, <laughs> except for us. We, we, he all, he kind of flipped us. And then at the same time, I leaned back the other way, and uh-huh. then he fixed it. So. Yeah, we <laughs> I got my hand wet, but that's it. <laughs> Good. We don't need any more injuries. <laughs> no, we really don't. We really don't. But it's a lot of fun, so I definitely recommend it. Yeah, sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, let's see what's going on in the world. Uh, there's uh, a few things that are that I wanted to bring up. First of all, uh, a hot air balloon in Egypt exploded. What? Exploded. 19 people fell to their death from 1,000 oh feet. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? Okay. I mean, it was like a gas explosion yeah, or something. I'm terrified of that. I know. I know. I mean, shit. You know, and they're saying three people were injured. Now, I can't imagine these were people on the on the balloon. I mean, yeah. would you fall a thousand feet and just be injured? I can't imagine. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, to me. but maybe it's people on the ground or something. I don't know. The the balloon fell on them or something. That's just wow. yeah. Can I, you imagine? I mean, you're just watching yourself fall. Maybe it was shot down. It's in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a possibility too. <laughs> but it was it was full of tourists and 19 people died. And uh, wow, is that scary or what, man? Yeah, that's really scary. Yeah, I mean, they just took a trip to see the Luxor and and all that, and uh, man, explosion. Maybe they just died from the explosion and they didn't even feel falling to the ground, you know? Maybe so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just so scary to think you're falling to your death. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe they had a heart attack on the way down. Yeah. I know when when death comes, you want it, it doesn't to be matter. Quick, you know. Yeah, you know what? All in all, it doesn't matter. It's horrible and sad and scary no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm not going on any hot air balloons, man. Yeah, you know, no I've, wings, I've, no engines. Yeah, I've always been scared of it. Although I was gonna go on, um, and I am still. I have a free ride. Um, on the, what do you call it? Oh, my God. The Goodyear blimp. The Goodyear, right. So, I mean, although I know they had an issue over in Germany not too long ago. Really? Yeah, I think it crashed. Oh, really? Yeah, because you know it's a hot uh, air balloon is what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they've been around for so many years. Right. I mean, like, you know. And you fly it years. like a plane, you right. know. I mean, it's got, like, controls and everything. Not like a hot air balloon. Right. So, it's a lot safer, I'm sure. Yeah. So anyway, I have to. I'll go on that. I mean, no, I'll be really scared the whole time. But I would do that because you know it's the Goodyear blimp, and right. I mean, yeah. What about a helicopter tour? Would I you hated take it. That? I did it and I hated it. Really? So my friend has a helicopter. He owns a helicopter company. Actually, the the main one in Hawaii. Uh-huh. Um, it's on. Uh, which island is it on? Um, I can't. Wahoo. Uh, no, it's. Oh. I think it's Maui. Mm. Uh, anyway, I can't. No, it's it's it is Oahu. You're right, because it's North Shore. 
So um, anyway, he did all of he actually his company did all of Lost filming mm. or anytime something's filming over in yeah, Hawaii, Hawaii his company's it. the one that um, the air cams takes the cameras up and on in his helicopters and they film up there. Right. So it's pretty cool. Um, that movie with uh, Kristen Bell that was shot over there that was really funny. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. God, I can't remember what it's called, but it was such a good movie. It was <laughs> so so funny. Pretty much any film that they take they do it. Anyway, he took us up on a tour. And um, they take you into the waterfall, uh-huh. like where no one else can like go. And right. it is so scary because the the wind from the waterfall and the wind from like the helicopter, and you're like down there, and there's trees, and you're like, ah, <laughs> it's just the cre- creepiest thing. So they took the doors off. I flipped out. I was like, wow. get me out of here. Get me out of here. I can't do it. Ah, oh, I can't. Like, if I'm going to do it, the doors have to be yeah, on. Yeah, close you know? the door. He's like, you got your seatbelt on. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm the door. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't. I can't do it. It was. Well, I know it's supposed to be a beautiful thing, but I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of funny things in the news today. Uh, I guess this woman is suing her former employer. Um she worked, I guess, for a um, religious school or something, you know, like a Catholic school okay. or something. And then she got pregnant. So they fired her for having premarital sex. What? Yeah. Oh, that is such crap. <laughs> That's illegal, right? Well, maybe it is, you know, but I remember something like this happening before. What state is it, though? In California. I don't know. See, every state's got different laws, so right. I don't know. Like, if this were to happen on, in Maryland or East Coast, that's right. illegal. You can't. Yeah. You can't. I don't think you can do that here, actually. Yeah. Well, I remember something similar happened, and they said that um, they uh, – I don't remember what the teacher did or something, but it was probably something similar – and they told her, you know, I mean, we're, this is a religious school. We teach, like, you know, no premarital sex and stuff like that. And you're breaking the rules, you know. So, yeah, but uh, I don't know, but she hired Gloria Allred. So good. That, that might tell you something. Well, it's a big case then because Gloria doesn't just take nothing because I try to get her to represent me in a big case. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think she p- picks and chooses which ones are going to give her the highest uh, profile. Mm. You know? <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's like it's not a clear thing because you know, I mean, if your employer says that you know these are the values we need to teach the kids, right? And and then you break those values, I think they have every reason to get. But rid here's of the you. thing, even if you're pregnant, the kids don't know you're not married or something. They don't know who. You know what I mean? Well, you don't know that they don't. Well, you know? she can be like, yeah, I am married. I just don't wear a ring. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like you don't need to tell the kids anything. No, but maybe they know, you know, that's the thing. But it's a elementary school, right? Right. Yeah. No, I don't know what school it is actually. Like, come on. <laughs> but probably, yeah. So that's the most stupidest, retardedest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. Well, but clearly they're gonna get their ass fed to them because Gloria Allred's on it, and I can't <laughs> wait for that to happen. <laughs> I don't know, not necessarily so, but maybe you know, maybe maybe she takes on only cases that she thinks she's gonna win. No, that's what she does. Yeah. She only takes on high-profile cases that are guaranteed to win. Mm. I know. Well, that's about, a good way to I do it. I know all about her. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me on that. Yeah. Well, uh, also, I guess there's a nine-year-old rapper, who nine, year, nine years old, right? And his name is Lil Poopy. <laughs> <laughs> now, the problem with this is that he's, 
<laughs> he's featured in an adult themed music video oh, where he's smacking a woman's backside, oh. flashing wads of cash, riding in a Ferrari, and rapping about how Coke is not a bad word. What? <laughs> oh my God, who are his parents? Well, obviously he doesn't have parents. Yeah, and his parents are thinking he's not doing anything wrong, you know? Well, that's because they live in the ghetto. Yeah. Who and they're like, the they're proud is. of their child because they're like, my child got out of the ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The father tells his, uh, you know, a TV station, his son is not doing anything wrong. And no, this is just fun exposing him to shit like this, you know. And then they wonder why these people kill each other all the time like they did in Vegas last week. Uh, you know, those were rappers. Yeah. Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah. I know, but, you know, I mean, it's a nine-year-old. Come on. I know. I, I agree. I'm it? not knocking it, but I guess they're no, like, we got our kid off the streets, so yeah. they're feeling like, I mean, if he's making money and the family doesn't normally make money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm condoning it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. More power for you not doing drugs and saying, even though you're talking about doing it. I'm yeah. That's the thing. Cool. Anyway, I'm and finally, up. I guess uh, Seth MacFarlane was tweeting that he's not going to do another Oscar. So really, yeah, oh, maybe because there was mixed reviews. I mean, a lot of people really, you know, bashed him. What? Yeah. No, really? Yeah, they said it was, yeah, that he wasn't great, blah, blah, blah. I thought blah, it was blah, blah. like he was the best ever. I thought, I thought it so. was so funny. I thought so too. You know what? People don't have a sense of humor. That's what it is. That's what irritates the shit out of me. I'm sorry, but that boob song was uh-huh. so funny. It was funny. It was like the best thing they've ever done, and I was shocked that they've done it because yeah. normally Oscars wouldn't put up with that. That's what it really is. It's the old fogies that sit on the board that I told you, it's all politics. Right. They sit on the board. There are the old ones that are like, oh, it's all posh. Yeah. Oh, more. It needs to be done this way. And then it's like you bring in some new, lifely person who's young, who's hot, who's got a great show, who's hilarious. People like him. And then you're like, oh, no, that's just not our quality. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I know. Piss okay. Well, we're out of time, folks. Thank you all for joining us. Brigitte, have a great day. And uh, we've got a beautiful, beautiful day out there. You yeah. know, they're, they're, they're saying it's going to be like 80 degrees this week. Really? Yeah. So we're looking awesome. forward to that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. You have been listening to Sam in the Morning with Brigetta, which airs every Monday through Friday from 10 to 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sam in the Morning with Brigetta is an L.A. talk radio production where we say what we want.